Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. Ah. All right. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Brett Bama, who is the host of the Contractor Business Podcast. We're going to get to hear a little bit more about him and his dreams and his goals and how we can help. So, Brett, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you doing today? Doing well, doing well. Thanks for asking. And yeah. we, like to, we like to jump right in. So if you could just start by telling us a little bit about yourself and some of the stuff you like to do for fun, that would be great. You bet. Uh, so basically for the last, I don't know, most of my adult career life, I've spent in the construction industry, uh, years and years ago, kind of the first few years of my marriage, I decided that I wanted to start a career of doing something I enjoyed. And it kind of started off into woodworking. I used to love woodworking. So I became a carpenter for years and years, transitioned into, uh, electrical back in 2008 when the custom home market kind of crashed in Colorado and, have been kind of growing ever since then, moved up into management on the distribution side and have, again, slowly just been kind of climbing into different roles from there. And today, now I run the Contractor Business Podcast and I'm working as a uh, customer rep, uh, sales rep for Bliss Software, which is a contractor software as well, based out of here in Wichita, Kansas. So pretty exciting moves that I've made over the years. Uh, so originally from Denver, but moved out here to Kansas with my family about 11 years ago. Gotcha. Gotcha. Love it. And what are some of the things that you like to do for fun when you're not working on your business? Uh, hanging out with the kids, fishing, just kind of enjoying the outdoors and just trying to get out of the house and, and enjoy some fresh air. Gotcha. Gotcha. I love it. And can you tell us a little bit more about the contractor business podcast and what's it about? Yeah. So over the years, again, I was a contractor for, for many years, and uh, for the last four or so years, I was in distribution, so electrical distribution companies, and did a lot of uh, management and sales and help helping contractors with their business as well. And the Contractor Business Podcast is basically a way for me to still help contractors with their businesses. So there's a lot of young contractors who have been in the trades, and they're trying to go out and branch out on their own. So I really wanted to be a source of information for them to help them make that transition. And so I try to talk with a lot of lawyers, small business advisors, and all these professionals who can help give them tips and advice to really step up and and go into that goal of being a, a small business owner and taking their career to the next level. Gotcha. Gotcha. I love it. What, uh, what kind of keeps you motivated throughout your days, both with your business, with the podcast, with family, just everything in general? Well, I know it's completely cliche when people say, do what you're passionate about, do what you love, but I truly do love the the construction and the contractor world. Again, like I said, that's why I got into it is because I loved woodworking and I made that decision to become a carpenter. Although at the time it was a, a pay cut, it was something I loved. And because of that love, I have grown to where I'm at today. And when I wake up, I enjoy what I do. I love what I do. And I love meeting people who enjoy doing the same things as me. So being able to help them grow 
and see them succeed as well is one of the most motivating things that that kind of gets me through the day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the software that your company sales, does that kind of go hand in hand with your podcast? Like it all kind of is helping contractors out? Yeah, it really does. And that's kind of why we decided to go ahead and, and do a podcast to help contractors. So our software, uh, again, is basically what it is. It's a service platform. So it helps contractors run their day-to-day operations. And it really helps the smaller contractors who don't have time to be doing invoicing and all those things. And so a lot of these guys, when they first get into business, they go home and they have to spend hours every night doing invoicing, doing the admin stuff on uh, their businesses. And so the software go ahead, uh, goes ahead and kind of automates a lot of that. And so that's one way I get to help them at work. And then I got the podcast where I can help them with, with my experience, my knowledge, and then bring on professionals as well. So they can kind of have this whole gamut of, of insight that helps them excel and, and grow in different areas. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And is your target guest on the podcast somebody who is like an established contractor and already doing business for themselves as a contractor? So I like to try and target contractors, but I also like to bring in professionals who work with contractors day to day. So one guest, for example, uh, owns a company that specializes strictly in doing bookkeeping for contractors. So he's able to kind of talk about, you know, the bookkeeping side of things, why that's important. Uh, another guest of mine is a small business attorney and someone who specializes in HR as well. So I try to bring experts from kind of outside the field, but experts that work with the field from the outside, as well as finding contractors who have been successful to share their stories too. Gotcha. Gotcha. I love that. I love that. So now we're going to go ahead and jump into the next part of our show. It's all about your yeah. dreams and your goals. So yeah. why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your vision for both your career, the podcast, and just for your family in general and where you guys are going. Yeah. So my dream is definitely to take the podcasts above and beyond where we're at today. I think there are thousands and, and you know, upon thousands of contractors who, who need the help. And there are other good podcasts out there as well. Uh, so I think podcasting, the more there is, the better, in my opinion. I grew up uh, the last few years in my business adventures and business ventures, listening to podcasts. And I've learned a lot from that. So I think the more that's out there, the more information that's available to people is important. So I want to keep growing that as well. Um, my business, uh, uh, I guess my employment, shall I say with bliss, uh, there's a lot of growth to go there as well. There's a lot of contractors to help. We've got a great team at bliss. I, I love working with everybody there. The owner of the company, is a former Marine. So it's veteran owned operated local here in the U S. Um, so some of my goals are obviously I I've got a lot of growth to do in the company of bliss. It's a smaller, uh, software startup. So there's so much growth throughout the continental U S we're slowly going to be breaking into Canada and that, you know, here pretty soon as well, a lot of ground to cover there. And then the podcast, we're very fresh, very new. We just launched on the 15th. So Tons of growth there. So those are kind of my two main focuses right now. Uh, one of my focuses for my family, uh, we're looking at my wife and I would love to be able to retire in Alaska and early retirement. So that's kind of my radar is, is build up, you know, kind of a wealth nest egg, if you will, and get this early retirement up in Alaska and try to enjoy the the rest of the, the older years of my life once my kids are out on their own. So gotcha. Gotcha. And do you have like 
kind of a plan hashed out for that early retirement or are you uh, really focused on bliss and the podcast right now and early retirement will come as those things get more successful? Yeah. Yeah. So one of my biggest things in life is staying out of debt. So making sure to pay off debt as fast as possible. Um, not getting stuck in the, the roles of credit card debt and some of the high interest debts. Um, I do believe that the mortgage does have a place in life. So I'm not too opposed to that, although I, I would love to have that paid off early. Uh, but right now I'm really focused on, um, keeping debt to a zero, growing savings, and kind of building some back-end wealth as well. Uh, I'm trying to stay away from speculative investments at the moment, uh, trying to build up a really good emergency fund. And then once I'm comfortable with where I am there and kind of a base savings, then I'll start moving into maybe some more speculative type things. Um, and then growing bliss, growing the podcast as well. So that's kind of my approach right now. And I'm sure that's going to mutate as I go forward. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Are you a big Dave Ramsey fan? Yeah, I am to a degree. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, I just know he's big on the no debt lifestyle, which is a, a great lifestyle to live. So yeah, it is. Um, and again, I think where I vary with him a little bit is the thought on, on having a mortgage. I don't think that's the most evil thing in the world. Um, it's uh, if you can leverage somebody else's money at a good price, you know, sometimes depending on how you play it right, that can uh, be an advantage to you as well. If you can grow it faster in other arenas too. So. Yeah, exactly. I would say I'm in a very similar vein because I'm a big real estate guy. And obviously when you are scaling your portfolio, you're taking on a lot of leverage mm -hmm. and Dave's kind of against that. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I personally am a fan of the leverage, but uh, I, I can see his point of view as well, I guess. Absolutely. Absolutely, for sure. And so what caused you to take the first step towards your dream? So I know you took a pay cut to go mm -hmm. into carpentry because it was something that you loved, but how were you confident enough to like go after it? It took, uh, it actually took my wife to really kind of give me that boost of, hey, you know, would you rather initially it was, would you rather be happy or would you rather make just a little bit more money? Cause it wasn't a, you know, it's not like a, a difference between like 200,000 and making like 40,000, you know, it was a difference, but it wasn't quite that big. And really when she put it that way of, Hey, do you want to be happy in life? You're, you're going to excel. If you're happy, you'll grow, you know, you may be starting down here, but if you enjoy what you do, you're just going to keep climbing and climbing. And uh, she was right. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, all, that's all it took was that little kickoff, you know. No, I love that. And the people we have around us, the support systems we have around us are so important. And I'm sure you've done the same for her in some areas of her life where it's like you need to give her a little kick in the direction because growing together is a great it's a great thing to do. It is. Yeah. And I mean, uh, to be 100 percent honest, all the credit goes to my wife for everything. She's been my support structure that's held me up through everything. And always there to guide me when I have questions and, and kind of be the um, opposing view. I think that's important too. A lot of times, you know, we may think that our, this direction we're thinking of is the only way and to have somebody to present us with a different option to make us think more clearly is important as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And so I, I'm kind of getting something that's really important here is that you can trust her to not just tell you what you want to hear, but tell you what you need to hear and be honest and see the situation as it is and speak into it. 
Yes, very much so. And, you know, because a lot of the times when we find something we enjoy and we love, we try, we kind of seek out positive input that we're making the correct decision uh, uh, down certain paths. And so we kind of have that, uh, was it the confirmation bias that we try to find? We, we kind of ignore the signs that tell us maybe we're doing it wrong. And we're like, well, this one says I'm doing it right. So it's nice having her to balance me out and say, kind of challenge my thought process and say, well, what about this? And then I may still be on the same road, but I may veer just a little bit off because she kind of pulled me out of my confirmation by a search to keep on just because I want to do something versus should I do something? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so when she typically does that for you, are you receptive of it? Or do you get some negative emotion and kind of push back and rebel a little bit? I push back. (laughs) Well, sometimes. Um, uh, Luckily, we have a healthy enough relationship where it's it's never a bad pushback. But uh, there's times where I I kind of I I don't want to say feel hurt, but you 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 just kind of put up those defense walls and those defense mechanisms. If it goes against what you really want, if someone's telling you that it may not be the right choice, I, I think you build up that wall really fast. And sometimes it takes a little bit for you to just kind of let it sink in. And then you come back maybe a day later and you're like, all right, now that I've thought about this, maybe, yeah, she was, she was correct. So let's start looking at this direction. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I feel that. Um, Great. So if you could meet one type of person right now that could help you take the next step in growing your podcast, retiring early or scaling bliss and making that a more successful company, who would that person be? And how would they do it? Oh, boy. (laughs) That's a a good one. Um, I would love to meet somebody who has started off in a similar situation where they've followed their passion and they've grew something to a whole nother level. And they've done so while also balancing family life. Uh, That's a big thing for me. So someone who can can handle the family life, not sacrifice too much of that. Um, coach on some of the growth methods as well. And, uh, you know, some valuable insight that maybe I haven't seen yet. Somebody who can see the uh, talent or passions that are hidden inside of me and help me kind of extract those to complement what I'm doing now. Yeah, for sure. I love that. One guy that came to my mind, right when you said, kind of started with a passion, grew something to an awesome level and balanced his family life. I know he grew something to an awesome level and balanced his family life. I don't quite know if real estate was his passion to start, but there's this dude named Ryan Panetta on Instagram. It's like the Ryan Panetta show is kind of his Instagram jag. Anyway, okay. he's big on family, big on like kind of foundational moral values and make sure his business doesn't encroach on his values. And so he's a guy that's like, I get in the office at 10 a.m. I leave at 5 p.m. because I want to spend time with my family. I don't work on the weekends. I don't expect my employees to work on the weekends. And it's just like really good business model. And he's like multi, multi multi-millionaire guy in real estate. So yeah, I'm going to check him out because that's one of the biggest things for me. I I don't mind working hard. I don't mind working extra hours, but I'm very, um, at a point in my life where uh, my family comes first and there's, there's a lot of culture out there with people and it works for some people where it's the, the real uh, over hustle culture where it's seven days a week, 12 hours a day. And that method works for a lot of people. Um, but 
that's a, that's kind of a method I've always tried to steer clear of because, you know, I've got kids and family. And so I finding that balance for me uh, is, you know, it's always a teeter totter, but you got to find what works best for you personally. So, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I can speak to that a little bit. I'm 22, you know, I don't have kids or a wife yet, but I will yeah. say, um, I like having my kind of linger time and it's what keeps me healthy mentally. And so scaling this podcast to daily, I realized that I way overbooked myself. And for the next couple of weeks, it's going to be pretty hectic. Yeah. Like, when this next couple of weeks is over, I'm going to have to scale this down and be like, okay, we're only going to do seven a week instead of 15 a week or whatever it may be. And yeah. yeah. Have, have some you time so you can reflect and, and enjoy life a little bit as well. Exactly. That is very, very important. And you were saying that this person that you met that um, kind of grew something to an awesome level that started at their passion and they balanced family life. You would also kind of want them to be a coach mentor to you, like pull out some gems in you that you may not see yourself. Yeah. And I, there's a few people I've met in life. Uh, one of them is a person I worked for uh, when I first came to Kansas and he was very good at that. He could find the talents in people, find what they were good at and get them kind of positioned in that area and he's been very successful with that. He's built multiple businesses, uh, just a great guy. And he's able to put you in something. And even when you're passionate about it and you just kind of explode with productivity and growth within the company. And that is a, a very unique talent in leadership. And that was kind of an eye opener for me when I saw how he led a team and, and was able to do that with people. Yeah, absolutely. And do you, did you pick up any tips or tricks or kind of mindset, like foundational mindsets that are at the core of that ability from him at all? To a degree. See, he, he made it a point to have a personal relationship with everybody. He did a lot of shoulder-to-shoulder uh, -shoulder management. He would be, you know, right next to you doing the same things you would do. So he could see what got you excited. He knew about your personal life. He would ask questions. He took the time to get to know you. And so he had all these great relationships with everybody where they would even be open with him about things. So he knew a lot about every single person that worked for him. And he developed, uh, you know, he cared for the people that work for him as well. So it was just beyond being a manager. And so he was able to help coach people. He was able to say, Hey, you're not doing very well here. Let's find a way to shift over this way. Let's, let's work on this. Let's build up here. And people took what he said to heart because he truly showed that he cared about them and their best interest was his interest as well. It was to grow the business, to become successful, but he also cared about them because he knew in the end, his people were the business and his success and that mattered to him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. The relational aspect of leadership is something a lot of people can miss out on. So when mm -hmm. it's there, it's important. And it's it's tough too, because when you build a relationship, sometimes it's harder for you to uh, either discipline or give constructive criticism. That's one thing he was really good at. He was able to give constructive criticism or uh, I don't want to say reprimand, but if there was something you were doing incorrect, he was still able to present that in a manner in which it could be fixed or changed. So I think there's a little bit of a line there. You got to be careful with when building relationships, not to let it get in the way 
of growth as well because you're trying not to hurt somebody's feelings or or hurt that relationship so that's a tough line as well (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely just curious how long has he been in leadership oh i'd say probably 20 years at least yeah that's so he yeah (laughs) he's been a long time building that up yeah i feel like there's some nuances there that you only get with experience yep um, awesome. Awesome. Well, Brett, if there were one or two things that everyday people could do to help you accomplish your dreams, what would it be? Think about others, care about others besides yourself. Um, if you focus on yourself too much and not kind of look outward, uh, I think you're going to get caught up in a, in a bad spiral. So I think it's important we care for others. Um, seek others advice, even if it is against what you think, at least listen to it and take it into account and try to uh, balance your thoughts out. Don't seek the confirmation bias. And if you can find something that you do uh, enjoy, something that you love. I know, like I said, it's cliche, but if you enjoy what you're doing, it's going to make it that much easier every single day to grow it, to wake up early and to put in that extra effort to be successful. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. Um, well, great. Is there anything else that they can do to kind of help you out with your dreams and growing your business well, and podcast and stuff? If you wouldn't mind just checking out the contractorbusinesspodcast.com. It's contractorbusinesspodcast.com. If you wouldn't mind just checking it out, subscribe. Uh, if you listen to it, share it, uh, you know, leave a fee, uh, leave feedback and a rating on iTunes. Obviously that would be spectacular. If you need anything, you can reach out to me as well. It's Brett at contractorpodcast.com. And I'd be glad to talk to anybody. But other than that, that is, uh, that's about it. So Awesome. Sounds good. I love it. Well, now we're going to go ahead and jump into our thriving three. I like to ask qu- people questions about what they're doing in their life to be their best self, basically. Okay. And so it's going to be a question about information you're taking in, action you're taking, and how you care for yourself. So. What's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. Okay, so I'm going to say my favorite uh, book right now uh, is definitely um, Way of the Wolf. And not so much because I I enjoy the sales methods in there, but uh, it shows a morph of how you can start in, in one mindset and completely transform in a business and and just explode with growth so uh, kind of on more of a high level if not just the sales tactics gotcha gotcha i love it and what's one way you like to care for yourself uh definitely trying to uh lose weight lower blood sugar um throughout my life uh i, I don't drink alcohol i don't use tobacco products um we've switched to you know pretty pretty strict diet here so i'm trying to get rid of a little bit of this extra weight uh, I'm, I'm getting up there in age, so it's time to really start taking better care of the body. I think the mind operates at a higher level and, uh, that way, you know, if you, if you don't take care of all this, then this is going to fail to operate at its peak performance. So, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. That's so important. You know, I'll be, <laughs> I am, uh, <laughs> I'll be in the middle of my day, right. It'll be like 2 PM and I'll be like, why does my head hurt so bad? Like, why can't I think clearly? I'm like, how much water have you drank today? It's like, yeah, 
one cup of eight ounces. I'm like, well, <laughs> you should probably go drink some water type of stuff. So it's like really important that you take care of your body. And, um, and I'm 22 and that happens. So can't even, I got, imagine. I got so caught up when I was in, uh, outside sales and management at some previous businesses, we take customers out to lunches. We'd constantly have reps bringing in donuts and bagels. And I, I just kept going with it and going with it and got, you know, a lot of extra weight and it's time I got to start shedding it off. So that's shed the weight. And that's, that's my biggest goal right now. Yeah, absolutely. Get I love it. it. What's your, what's your favorite form of exercise to kind of help you get going on that? Well, I don't do anything too intense, but my wife and I wake up every morning and we go for a walk at five 30, go walk a couple miles, start the day off. So I like to be up and running, you know, a couple hours before I even start working. So my mind can wake up and get the body going. And, and that's been probably one of the best things we ever started doing. Yeah. Love it. I don't know if you know who Eric Thomas is, but he is, um, he's a motivational speaker, big on consistency being the most important thing in life. Like if you can't do it consistently, just don't even do it. And so he was talking about, he would, he wanted to lose weight too. He saw all these people like lifting weights and doing these crazy workouts and all this stuff. He's like, I can't do that, but I can walk 20,000 steps a day. Mm -hmm. And he's been walking 20,000 steps a day. Cause that's what works for him. And it's been working. So, um, yeah, it, it's, tr it's true. I mean, I dropped 32 pounds, basically just switching up how I ate some intermittent fasting and, uh, I'm still satisfied with what I eat and I don't have to go, you know, I would love to get to the point where I'm at a gym really working it up, but for the time being, you know, like you said, consistency, it's better than it is better to do something than to burn yourself out and do nothing. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. What is one action step that you can take right now or continue to take to keep approaching those goals of financial freedom, kind of growing with your company and growing the podcast? Uh, as far as me personally, what step I take? Yep. Um, definitely relationships, um, huge into networking and building relationships with, uh, other individuals. Gotcha. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. Brett, is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? Man, I would just say, uh, you know, like I said, just find something, even if it, if you're in something that you don't love or you're not passionate about, maybe find a direction or something within that industry, that kind of pulls you in or draws you in and maybe find a, a niche or something that you can wake up and really focus on and thrive on. And I think that'll help you definitely go a long ways. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, y'all heard him. If you're feeling stuck, feeling not passionate, kind of find something you can niche in or just make the change and take the step and surround yourself with people that will encourage you to do that. And if you're watching this and you loved what Brett had to say, reach out to him, contact him, see if you can uh, find that person for him that kind of started off in that similar passion situation, scaled it and cared for their family. Also go like, and subscribe the, what's your podcast called? It's contractor business podcast. Go like and subscribe to the Contractor Business Podcast. Send it to a friend and do the same for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Brett, thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much. It was great. Awesome. We're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. 
That's all I got. Have a blessed day.